folks. Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl S. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Ahoy. Looking, I, I want to say worse for wear, but no. you, don't, you don't look worse for wear, but I can tell that you're mildly uh, hungover. I just I have a little, I have a bit of a fuzzy brain right mm, now. Well, that's, you know. That's what they call it. The fuzzy brain. <laughs> the fuzzy brain? The fuzzy that's brain. That's the medical term for it? I believe it is now. You, uh, you tie one on last night? You know, I had a couple drinks. I went out. Okay. A man about town, as you are. I was a man are. about town. You know, had dinner at Barama. It was uh, it was great. A downtown kind of evening. Downtown. Yeah, I had a downtown kind of evening, and then headed over to uh, Bar Clacks and the Slipper Clutch. It was it's like right down the street, right around the corner. Ooh. And uh, you know, had a few drinks. Uh-huh. As one does. As one does. Shout out to uh, Joseph Centeno. Yeah, shout uh, out to Joseph. Always making good food down there. Yeah, it was great. I had uh, fried squash blossoms, which I know you've had. I have which had are those. Great. What's some, inside those? Uh, I don't care. It's okay. delicious. I'm just going to eat it all up. I think okay. it's on like some kind of like pimento cheese sure. pepita spread. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, and like a well. little bit of honey on top of it. But they, they were divine and had uh, cauliflower, which was really, really good. Some queso. We can't go wrong with queso. I'd go queso over chips and salsa. You can't do the, it. We're having a queso moment, I think, in Los Angeles. Queso is big. Here, I'll say Even this. Chipotle is doing queso. Everybody loves Homestate, and I do enjoy their breakfast tacos. I got the queso there the other day. It wasn't good. Really? It was bad. It was watery. Wow. It was thin. Ooh. Do you think they were trying to stretch I, it? Do you want, think they were like, we need to inc- increase queso profit margins by 20%? I, they may have been watering down the queso. Oh, Like God. a Prohibition era bar <laughs> did to their booze. Willie, water down the orange drink. Look at it. I've watered it down all she can go. Get it. Hit it again. Sir, I have our third, third quarter profit reports. Uh, the bottom line's taking a hit because of the queso. Thin it up. Thin it out. I mean... When you scoop queso with the chip... It needs to stick to the chip. It needs to, like... Like, you almost want to break the chip. Obviously, you don't want the chip no. to snap, but, like... No, you want There to, needs to be some resistance to the to, scoop. There needs to be some resistance, but it gotta, it's got to be a smooth thing. You don't want to... Because chip breakage is mm. one of the worst things when you're dipping. You're right. I hate that, because you're then right. you got to get the chip out, and you're just touching it, and right. uh, it's, a, it's a thing. It's sure. a to-do. Sure. It's a big to-do. But, but uh, I was disappointed in the, in the thickness of it, and, you know, I mean, good queso, it's like... It's hard to beat. You're just eating like hot cheese directly to your face. Man, it's fucking great. The the thing is that when it cools down ultimately and it gets just a little bit like thick and or just you can't you can't eat it after a while. It right. just gets too thick. Right. There's no leftover queso. That doesn't exist. No. No. You just have to Actually, I mean, they do give you way too much queso at Barma. You have to get do they? You, Yeah, I mean like we finished our chips and there was still if more than half of it in there, which I'm not mad about because then I was just sticking my fingers in there and eating it off my fingers as one does when you're out with your <laughs> significant other. Were you also with your daughter? No, no, no. I was with uh, I was just with Serena, um, the love of my life. Okay. And uh, no, I took my daughter to Zanku. I had a Zanku chicken moment. Well, Zanku well, chicken bonding moment. That's because you're a good dad. Yeah. Well, I, I you have I mean, to teach her the ways of, of the, the world between like a rotisserie and a trompa. Okay. You know, she was look she was looking at the at the right. big piles of meat that, over was there. Was that her first trompa? Uh, she only had a piece of it. She and what she said about the chicken was that it tastes like Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> Why? Uh, because she doesn't understand spices other than salt and pepper or okay. El Pollo Loco because okay. she's a child right. and an idiot. Sure, sure. But you know what? That's actually not a tromba because it's it's not Mexican. <laughs> it's it's the well, original it's original source. thing. Yeah, I don't it's, know. What I don't, it's do they have a name for it? I'm sure they do. What'd you get? Uh, I just got some chicken shawarma, a nice little chicken shawarma plate. That garlic sauce <sighs> is fire. No match for Armin's from Mini Kebab, though. Of course, shout out to Armin. Uh, that place is great. And uh, yeah, just had a nice Zanku chicken moment. 
It was great. It was a good. It was a solid eating day. For our non-LA listeners, I just, I just want to say that I feel bad for you that you just don't have Zanku in your lives. That's true. And we only have what kind of a life, few of them. What you kind know? of life even is that? So now, a life, a bereft of Zanku. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any good food outside of of Los Angeles. Devoid of garlic sauce. <sighs> ah, it's, it's a goddamn shame. It's just the world I don't want to live in. What about you? You have a good eating weekend? Bad eating weekend? Mediocre eating weekend? I I went song as I usually do. Uh, I feel like th- I'm always like on this balance of there's so many new places I want to try, and then I feel like I end up going to the same. Like, well, you're five. also a creature of like you know I you am. need to stay in the same like two mile I radius. Do. I have my little area of operations. I don't like leaving it, it because just, I like walking. I'm a, I'm yeah, a, you're I'm a big walker. walker. You're a big walker. And the great thing about Echo Park is I can fucking walk everywhere I want to walk. That's true. Like, you can. I had a show at the Virgil, which is like, you know, it's kind of a long walk. It's over like by Silver Lake Junction. It's like 45 minutes. I just walked down Sunset. Stop, get a little little espresso somewhere. <laughs> you know, you're walking around. It's like, I, I love that. That's a, that, well, you're living that Echo Park lifestyle, After man. After the show, I walked to Song, you know, like 50 minutes back and just yeah. like, you know. Great wine, great food, great atmosphere. I every time you walk in there, it feels like it's a fucking party. Yeah, it's great. I feel like that is a hard thing to replicate in a restaurant. No, it, just it really like an is an atmosphere of conviviality. <laughs> also, it's just like loud music and it's kind of close quarters, but it works. It's extremely. It's close. not a that's pain the in the old, ass. That's the only thing I dislike about song. I haven't been to the the other two, but the, about song specifically, the seats are too damn close. I'm gonna be that guy. I'm the seats are too damn close, guy. <laughs> it's the rent is too damn high, guy. But yeah. The seats are too damn close. No, the seats are too damn close. When you can't open a bar stool because there's people sitting around a table, sure. that's when you know things the are too close. The bar is actually a little bit, those seats can be hard to get into. Yeah. But I understand because they need to get, they need to fit people in there. That's, you, that's why you, you don't want to take that's, that row of tables That's why you got to walk around because you got to be svelte to be able to sit. You must be this svelte to sit at the bar. If, if you were a if you were a man or woman of considerable carriage, of Rubenesque vitality, and you had to slip into that far bar seat, it ain't, it ain't happening. happening. You're gonna be like, "Fuck this! I'm going to El Compadre." Right, exactly. Then you just uh, you fucking go across the street and eat at that weird burger place. <laughs> Plenty of room on that patio. Nah. Yeah, so you know, I just it's my same old shit. N- nothing uh nothing too crazy. I will say that we did go to LA Loves Alex's Lemonade, a great oh, food yeah. charity event which is I you know it's been going for like over a decade I think. Kevin Meehan uh, is the one who got his tickets. Shout uh, out. No, to, not 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 just a shout out. A big shout out to him big because shout because out. one of his criticisms about this podcast and I know you're fucking listening, bud, <laughs> is that we shout things out too much. Oh my god. Shout, shouting, shouting things out is the lifeblood of this podcast. He wants us to. He wants us to cut down on shoutouts. Kev, I love you, but it's not going to happen, baby. Dude, shout out to giving shoutouts. Shout man. out to giving constant shoutouts and angering Kevin Meehan of Cali Restaurant. A, he also doesn't like natural wine as as like a term. Well, that's going to be so, a whole other thing. I know. I actually <laughs> told him we had, we we had about a thirty minute conversation on the phone about this. I think we should have like a panel. Kev, and Kev, get all these wine taste you makers, young about and old. Biodynamic farming practices, and uh, he knows about all that okay. stuff. He's a smart. He's a smart guy. Well, he just we'll thinks that, that, that he just you know believes that natural do. wine is just like it. All wine is natural. Wine. You know, what we need to do go back and have another lunch at Cali. Yeah, I think so. That that, that was burger a good is fucking that lunch. burger is no that joke. That Flannery beef burger. Oh my god, with Ooh. the black garlic aioli. That's actually the best burger I've had. Like, I don't like well, eat like marquee burgers. Really, you know, like. You mean like gourmet burgers? Yeah, like if like you're going to get I a burger, it's like a backyard say, burger. I would say that like I don't eat 
burgers a ton. Like I'll like try a burger at a place. Like I want to try that burger. Like here's looking at you. But like I eat like way more like tacos. Like on a regular, just like day to day. Just because basis. you're a spicy pan Latin individual. I mean, you live next to Cassell's. I, I feel like if I lived I, close to Cassell's, I go to Cassell's as much as you go to Song. Yeah, that's what I would say. Okay. Yeah, but I don't eat like a ton of burgers. You know? Um, because like everywhere has a burger. It's like, uh, I'm not excited about burgers as much as I once was. Burgers are great though. Like, and the thing is that when you take a bite, you're like, oh, yeah, this is really yeah, good. Yeah, but everywhere's everywhere's we're all about fried chicken sandwiches now, and in some ways, I'd rather have a fried chicken sandwich these days than a burger. That's true. I actually would go fried chicken sandwich over a burger if. I had to choose between. If it was a Sophie's choice, I would be like, eh, let's go fried chicken What's the sandwich. last really good burger that you remember having that you were like, damn? Um, the first time I had the Everson Royce burger because it was yeah, so simple. Yeah, that was fucking months ago. That yeah, was... it was months ago. I mean, eh. Also, Everson Royce, uh, shout out to Everson Royce Bar and Matt Molina. They were at this food event and they were just doing a quarter of that burger. I know. I got it a was full... like one of the best bites there. No, but I, I'm like, I'm I sorry. Ended up, this I ended best. up having a full burger. Oh, yeah. Which was, you know, my go-to what, move. What were some highlight bites for you? Uh, Kevin's uh, little, he had a, a beef tartare on a... Shrimp cracker or a rice cracker yeah. uh, with egg yolk, egg yolk. aioli I, I like and that. sea beans. I really like that aioli That was That was nice. Um, I got to say, and I've said it before about this, when we were at Food & Wine last year, Evan Funk's... Uh, the bread, the sfusione, yeah, the sponge so bread. Yeah, it was great. It's so, it's so fucking good. The best thing is she's just like, I don't have to do shit. <laughs> like, it's so simple. Right. I was like... No, that, that, was, that was really great. Um, oh, the Spanish fried chicken oh. that Suzanne Goyne did was so good. That I, was my favorite thing. I, took, I wanted a chicken sandwich I out of that. I took uni from another booth and that's, I put it on the Spanish not a, fried chicken. That's just stupid. No, what are you talking about? Uni dumb. on fried chicken is not stupid at all. It's amazing. That's dumb. Why? Uh, where do you see it? Oh, I'm sorry Ever. that you hate products of the sea and you wouldn't want to see delicious uni on top of delicious fried chicken. I'm sorry that that doesn't make sense in your worldview because yeah. you're missing out. It's time, it's time to end this joke it's of me disli- disliking things from the sea. You don't like uni? No, I do like uni. I don't mm, want to put you, it... I didn't see any uni at the food fest. I didn't want to put it on a fried chicken sandwich. Mm. I thought, you were, I thought you were a man of adventure. I am a man I of adventure. I thought you liked living life. I do like living like, life. I live, I, it, I live it large and I live it in charge. <laughs> Both of those ways. <laughs> large and also in charge. Yes. That would be my the opening line to my rap. I jo- MC Joel. I have, we've mentioned this before, but I'm going to be officiating Joel's wedding in a few weeks, and I feel like I'm going to have to use that in, in my, my opening. We gather here to witness the union of a man who is both large and also in charge. And then we shake hands at end of ceremony. <laughs> end of ceremony. End of ceremony. Have you written your vows yet? I've written about 17 different versions oh of my, my vows. God. And all I've basically realized is that I love her. Right. <laughs> like, that's what I, that's But like have you guys genesis. decided on like the tone? Because I feel like, like, you know, you'll <laughs> yeah, see. Yeah, the tone, tone is going to be wacky. Right. But. How wacky are we talking? We're ta- it's wacky. It's right. just, it's the, it's very wacky. No, um, we've, we've talked about length of. Right. But, uh, that's a we, good. but we haven't necessarily said like, you know, it's going to be nice. Sure. I'm assuming. I don't think we're going to go up there and be like, so you, you want it, right? Like, and I think so. And, uh, <laughs> you, you know. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you're in. You're in. Kiss you're, in the, you're in the club. Kiss her right um, in the kissing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I've written a bunch of vows. I'll I'll probably hone it down the hour before, and, okay. pop, and the likelihood is I'll get up there and look at my vows and be like, nah, just right. go off. Go I'm gonna off, do so. a tight forty-five, and then I'll bring you on. <laughs> it's just gonna start with a set. Yeah, like you're, exactly. you're gonna warm up the crowd. I'll just work the room for fifteen minutes. That'd be actually kind of fun. Yeah, if you went to a wedding and like 
there was a comedian of note, right. such as a Carl Hess right, right. or a Carl Hess level, level player, mm-hmm. you know, like a real B minus guy, right, you know, exactly. just to warm up the right, crowd. Exactly. Like that I would, that'd be a great, I would actually appreciate that on wedding. Cause usually you're just sitting in the chair and everyone's just like hot or like whatever. And they're just like looking around. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Then all of a sudden up comes Carl Hess and is like, Hey, yo, well, I got to do so wedding crowds. And you ask any comedians had to give a speech at a wedding. Wedding crowds are like the hottest, easiest crowd. So because they're all so happy, and they know they're yeah, gonna eat and drink later. Exactly, it's like literally the best room you could ever play. So when my brother got married, uh, I was the best man, and like you know, we were together like a whole week before, like doing shit with her family and our family, and like the whole that whole week, it was like, oh yeah, you're the comedian guy. Like I'm looking forward <laughs> to that speech. Oh, you're the ah okay. So like there was like there was like a ton of pressure uh, on my best man speech. And did like, you did you kill it? I don't think I've ever killed harder. Like yeah. it was there was probably like you know three hundred people there, and it was just like the hottest possible room. And on fire. Plus, it's like I'm a professional, so it's not even really no, fair. Right. Yeah, but like that it, B minus looked like an A plus that night. It was yes, it was A plus shit, and like it was so fun. And I just remember the bartender after like the events phase, he's like. I bartended here for over 500 weddings. That was the funniest goddamn speech I've ever seen. Was it Clint Eastwood was the bartender? Like, uh, or yeah, he was. And I was like, well, really got to make money. Well, Clint, let me tell you, I'm a professional, so don't worry <laughs> about it. And uh, I also live my life large and also in charge. I'll take a maker's rocks. Thank you. <laughs> it was funny because um, my brother met his wife. Uh, we were all working at a restaurant in Aspen. So my brother used to work behind the bar and all his bar friends were there. So once we were drunk at the wedding, he convinced the bar staff at the event space to let him and his friends come behind the bar and do their old trick of drinking a mouthful of 151 and, and then lighting oh. it on fire. <laughs> it was so bad. That's awful. It was like real sloppy. They were like, all right, so here's the thing. You line up a bunch of beer mugs. Between the rims of the beer mugs, you line shot glasses right. so they're balanced. Yes. You, you float 151 on top of those. You take a, a swig of 151. You blow it through fire onto the shots. Wow. And then you go down the line and clink them, and they fall into the glasses, and you pound them. Wow. It's like what they used to do. It like, like a real Guy Fieri <laughs> power move right there. I don't know if Guy Fieri could handle this because his facial hair would light on fire. You can't have facial hair and pull the yeah, strip off. Yeah, but that's off. full throttle. That is full throttle. Uh, it really it would match his uh, flaming T-shirts too. So we d- we did that at the wedding, and it was uh, predictably hilarious. Some napkins got lit on fire, but uh, overall, there you go. Overall, people was, lost some eyebrows. Pretty safe. Let's just say I'm just all of this to say that I'm no stranger to, to aggressive wedding hijinks. But uh, I've never been at a wedding that's going to have a fucking petting zoo. So there you go. Well, now you will because that's what my wedding will. Joel's have. getting married at a ranch. I'm getting married in, at a ranch. I guess it's technically like the valley. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, the east. You're a valley boy, and, I'm a, and, you're, and she's a valley girl. Right. We're just living a valley, valley lifestyle. World. You're living in a valley world. <laughs> living that valley life, large and also in, in charge. charge. That'll be the new. What kind of one. what kind of animals were you talking about? Uh, like alpacas sure. and pigs and sure. Some other guys, little sure. guys. They got to make a mini horse or okay. like whatever. Can I get on the mini horse? You can't um, because they would frown upon that. Okay, they actually right. try to treat the, they treat the animals very well. Right. Multi, it's, a, it's a big, it's like 15, 20 acres of land. Okay. Something like that. Um, I don't even know how much an acre is. I don't really pay attention in acre school. It's 14 hectares. Oh, well, perfect. It's uh, 15 bushels and a hogshead. A lot of space out there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Everything about this is great. This is awesome and I love it. Uh, no, it's Good shit, man. 
very excited. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. I'm just very excited to eat. I'm very excited to drink. And then I'm excited to go to Paris and eat and drink there. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. so jealous of that. I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. And you better believe you... that your phone's going to be blowing the fuck up when I'm connected to oh Wi-Fi. Oh, God. It's gonna, I'm going to be food hazed into the next century. You're going to be like, Joel, if you send me another picture of ham on a baguette, I'm going to fucking punch you. I will fly out there myself. That's the thing. It's like... What Serena doesn't know is I bought you a ticket, so right, you're exactly. coming with me on the way. I surprise you uh, guys. No, I bought two tickets. I just didn't put Serena's her name on like, it. You know? uh, why is Carl here? Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about that. Why is Carl here? He's just... He dropped us off at the airport. He came in with us. He checked in. He actually did TSA pre-check, right. and he's already eating and drinking. He's on the plane. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's just something that's happening. I wish. I've always wanted to go to Paris. Actually... Uh, this is your first time going to Europe. Yep. I've been lucky enough to travel a bit in Europe, but I've never been to France. So, uh, you know, you're going to have to blaze the trail for yelling about that Tay brand mm. out there because I made no inroads. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go there and I'm just going to take lots of really good pictures. All of them will have such highlighting. So much content. So much content. So much There's going to be so content. much content. So expect all of the end of October to just be nothing but pictures from fucking France. I feel like it'll be what? It's, it's crisp fall weather there. Dude, like, it's like the time to go. Perfect. You got the scarf. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be getting a scarf. A scarf. On, baby. I might get a pea coat. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. You'd have to have get a pea coat. Get a bit of pea coat. Get some kind of like nifty headwear. A jaunty hat. Of yes, some, some kind of jaunty hat. Doesn't necessarily hat. have to be a beret. Doesn't have to be a beret. We don't have to I fall wanna, into that cliche. Well, I don't want to be like a but stereotype. A and I might just shave a mustache. Ooh. Ooh, Serena would not like it. But you know who would like it? Everyone else. Everyone else. Everyone that you else. Encountered in your life. Everybody else would be like, "That's a nice mustache." And I'd be like, "Thank you." And I tip my jaunty hat, and I'd be on my merry and little way. And uh, a bonsoir <laughs> to you, good That's sir. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm actually just gonna say like Italian. And I'll be like, "I don't know where I am in Europe." A uh, bonsoir, effectivement. Uh, wait, wait. You, you guys can look at Joel on the Instagram account, but his beard right now is really strong. But I feel like if yeah. you shaved it and just kept the stash, yeah, that's what I would plan on Ooh. doing. Yeah, no, that'd be honeymoon that'd be, stash. Now nah, I want to get laid on my honeymoon. Oh, right, so I don't right. necessarily. She think loves of, the beard. No, she loves, she the, loves beard. the beard. I, I've I've brought up having a just a mustache. No, shut and down she, immediately. It, oh, like it was before I could get the word mustache. <laughs> it was no, no. I'm leaving. It was a no. I'd be like no, and I was like all right, dude. Well, when you know, you know uh, it's you're a perfect couple. You have a great beard. She appreciates a great beard. You're living happily ever after. <laughs> that's all it takes that's to be all a good couple. Yeah, you're on the it. same page, yeah. uh, facial hair wise. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's it's a very important thing. You know, it's so funny because my roommate just changed one of his facial hair configurations. I just and saw. And you know what I, he has? A Van Dyke. He does have a Van Dyke. Bringing it all the which, way back to episode one, which I really appreciate. I was like, that's a that's a sharp looking. You know, Van Dyke. it looks good on him. It it does look very. For good For a second, on him. I was like, you kind of look villainous. I was like, I. Yeah, he he does almost look villainous. Right, but he then looks I got like used the to it. The V for Vendetta mask came to life. The Guy Fox. Yeah, yeah, it is it is Guy Foxish. Yeah. Well, you got a lot of exciting shit coming up. Um, you know, also we got the live episode when you come back. That's right. So it's gonna, it's gonna be a, fest, it's baby. gonna be a nice, just a nice autumn. Just all around. <laughs> autumnal. It's gonna be mad autumnal. It's gonna be mad autumnal. You're gonna come back wrapped in a scarf. Smoking unfiltered Galois cigarettes <laughs> with stories. Like, when I was in the 11th arrondissement, we were... Uh, I'm going to take a long drag and be like, Cara, let me... Sit around. Let me tell you my story of... Ennui. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am really jealous of your eating program, though, because... Uh, just I don't know. It just it seems like one of the best places to be eating right now. I I can't I can't wait. Things are gonna be great. Things are looking up for old Jolzy. Looking down for Carl. It's okay. No, that's not <laughs> true. What are you talking about? Things I'm, are on the downward no, spiral for Carl. No, this is actually where everything goes wrong. Yeah, you're like off cavorting in Paris, like with a a 
jaunty shoulder bag with a baguette sticking la- out of it. Laughing with a wine glass with a bunch of other just tastemakers. And I makers. just like have my head in my hands and just like, God damn it. Like you come back, going night going market wrong. song burned down. <laughs> no, the place no, where you, even... the place where you get your coffee is isn't closed. Don't even say it. Don't even say it. I, I no. I would. I would. Don't. Don't do. Don't put it into the universe. It was like. It was like when the. the it was like when the Seven Eleven had a sign outside and it said no coffee. Because, uh, no, it was no coffee or Slurpees, and I was like, "This is a nightmare for anybody that likes Seven Eleven. This is literally." Did that happen the, to you? Yes, I, I posted it to my Instagram story. I went, I walked to you the just local. Went without coffee for the day. You're like, "Well, I can't get coffee anywhere else." No, so you know what? I, I I got like a shitty one of those shitty coffees from the from the fridge. One of those the Starbucks guys, and like they Starbucks only have like bottled more. coffee is better than Seven Eleven coffee. You're crazy. No. You're crazy. <laughs> you're just, you're just, you're just knowingly crazy. It's fine. I understand. This is why things are going to go wrong for you. What happened to their coffee? Bad. They're like the coffee tanker flipped over today on the delivery route. It jackknifed. No, on the ten, we lost all the coffee. No, this is what happened. Apparently, the landlord like shut off the water, so they couldn't oh make any God. like do anything. What with a it. Sh- yeah. what a shitty operation. Uh, it, I, I, I know. When it opened, it opened up to such fanfare. It was beautiful, and then all of a sudden, they just made changes. I can see a lot of disgruntled people. Rolling in, being like, no coffee or fucking slushy. No, I literally did that thing where I looked at the like the sign and I had to like look at it again, and then I kind of just stuck my arms out and didn't say anything. Oh. No, I didn't say anything. Oh. It was just like I'm doing a thing, <laughs> and like, but thing, like no guys. one can see it, which Can't is which it. is fine. Well, we got we got good things in the works. We got good things it's in the works. It's not together. going downhill today because no, no, we have no. a great guest. Oh today. my god, I'm so excited. We've talked so much about this restaurant. This is this is where Carl. Just goes full Carl. And I'm really happy to have her on the program. Super excited. Our guest today is Teresa Montano of Otonio Restaurant. Yeah. Teresa, welcome <laughs> to the program. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We have talked about Otonio <laughs> so much, and it's, it's just like, it's a real pleasure to have you here. Also, other guests and future guests, take note, she brought uh, Rose Chocolina. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Ah. <laughs> Not just that, but not also that. a Poron. And if you don't know what a Poron is, then you're first stupid. of all, and you shouldn't. You're listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah, your life is devoid of all joy and meaning if you don't. <laughs> but if, just in case, uh, what a Poron is is basically it's almost like a wine bong, but it, but it's a <laughs> it's a tapered wine pitcher where the spout comes to a very fine point. And you hold it away from you and pour the wine into your face. It's a, it's a very effective wine delivery vehicle yeah. into your face. It's great. It's great. So you're basically shooting like a laser stream <laughs> of wine in your mouth. And, you know, in Spain, you know, they'll have guys and they'll like go all the way up and they'll be like four feet away from their full face. Full extension. And, yeah. Full extension. No, like not wasting a drop. Maximum effort, man. Maximum poor own effort. When you see guys do it with red wine, it's a dangerous game. Oh, and mean, if you're wearing a white. Ooh. <laughs> No, no siree. So we just took a little Poron just to get in the, the podcasting mindset. And I think your technique was pretty much flawless. Yeah, it was great. I spilled a little on my face, but yeah. I haven't had all of my coffee, so. Right, okay. Fair. How often <laughs> to be are... fair, we've both had coffee. Right, yeah. We're ahead of you on that, but mm. now we're adding wine to the equation, so we're set. Mm-hmm. How many people are doing Porons in the restaurant? We haven't quite unleashed okay. that beast. So that's um, not like, don't don't show up at Otonio like, we heard the Poron, we want to try it. I just, I'm worried it's going to create yeah. kind of like, 
you know, the frat boy environment. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, when you have a bunch yeah. of people around a porn going, Chug! Yeah, Chug! exactly. Yeah! You're Chug! like, oh, God, Delta Sig is here. Yeah. Chad, God damn it. Chad, Brad, you got to get on this Peron, bro. Bro, have you had this Chocolina? It is delightful. There is a pronouncement <laughs> morality, bro. Dude, this rosé just fucking made the night, bro. You can taste a mild salinity from the vineyards, brother. <laughs> But yeah, we we I've I've taken it to a couple of tables and you know passed it around and sure. everyone's really like it's it, it's it for makes, your friends. It's like yeah. a VIP yeah, yeah, thing yeah. at it's this really, point. It's really fun. Everyone just starts to giggle and then they pour it all over their face. <laughs> yeah, then, exactly. You know, and then I usually stop one of my servers and I'm like, hey, come here, show them how it's done, and they just do full extension. Oh, I love that. Leg up or like right. from behind, like one of my leg up. can like he holds it like backwards, you know, like this. Oh and, my god! And like goes, it's incredible. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I yeah. guess we just got to go back have to, to go Otonio. Back to it's part of their training. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you have them lined up on the first day like, maggots, you may think you know about serving at a restaurant. You don't know shit. Before at the Peron, just start hosing them in the face. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Better control. Right. Yeah. I mean, I love that the Peron is part of the training. Absolutely. As it should be. I mean, you guys, if you don't know, Otonio is, you know, probably the only Spanish restaurant to get excited about because for, forever even before I knew you were opening this restaurant I would go on a rant about how yep. LA is such Ooh. a great food city but somehow we didn't have any good Spanish yeah, what's with that I don't know I don't know it's crazy it's, it's weird right because like everything that's Spanish I mean even you go to the bazaar now it's empty yeah but the bazaar is well, like not that's only... not an accessible restaurant for most people the bazaar mm. is in the SLS hotel in Beverly Hills it's a Jose Andres right. restaurant it's very expensive and you wouldn't know you're eating Spanish food exactly someone told it's you. a fancy yeah. rich person's restaurant like uni like like you know bun or like but I, yeah i don't that's the question it's right. like why why isn't there more spanish why doesn't spanish like stick in los right. angeles and especially a place with such a strong mexican tradition you would think you know mexico you chase it back to spain it's like is it because we have we're embracing mexico so much that spain is almost well, they don't ex- like to talk about that that's true <laughs> the, con- the conquest it's true yeah. there, there, you know, that, that's the thing there's some difficult history there there's there's many years of blood and conquest and all that shit so i think that's tied up that would in be a place the name of my spanish restaurant blood and conquest uh, <laughs> sangre y conquista <laughs> Ooh, and you that's... have to say it like that hey you want to pop down to sangre y conquista you got you got you got to name a drink that at the at the restaurant like blood that. and Sang- conquests oh. I mean, obviously there is tied up in that history of Mexico and Spain and all that shit, but I I was so excited for this, but you were a chef at another Spanish restaurant in Pasadena called Racion that I actually never been to, but people would always mention it as like the good, like penultimate Spanish restaurant. But was it like traditional tapas style? No. So Racion was more Basque focused. It was kind of based on my, my, yeah, it was based on like my, my travel to San Sebastian so mm-hmm. I was also really focused on like the fine dining element there right um, and Pasadena kind of lent itself to that because it's a little more buttoned up it's a little Tony yeah. it's a little uh, you know you got a lot of money in Pasadena yeah, yeah. for our no. non-LA listeners it's a, it's a rich area for right. the most part I mean Pasadena is diverse but like there's a part of Pasadena where it's, it's, it's pretty well yeah we yeah s- it's a nice area we set out to be at Racion we set out to be like um, kind of more tapas place you know a little more casual and the neighborhood just started using us as like fine dining like, right. oh that fine dining Spanish place and we're like I guess 
Right. You wanted to be then like, we can do because that. like, yeah. in, like, you know, in the Basque tradition, these places, which I love so much, you go in, right. the food's laid out on the bar. Yeah, yeah. You kind of just eat what you want. They count your toothpicks yeah. at the end because everything has like a little toothpick. Yeah, yeah. You're drinking with your friends. It's sociable. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not a sit down dinner as an event. It's like a freewheeling. You're standing, you're trying some of this. And that's what I love about it. I mean, mm-hmm. that whole Basque outlook yeah, is yeah. like, it's been like probably my favorite way that absolutely to eat you it's, know it's yeah and we tried to bring that element but like i said pasadena kind of used us in a different way they wanted right. to sit down because and dress they're up and, they're yeah. older they're yeah. a little richer they want to they want to sit Coming down a white tablecloth place <laughs> right <laughs> they're not gonna be hitting the poor room there's not a lot of older couples with a guy in a blazer hitting the poor room that's yeah, not gonna be but the, what i you know but we we did we did well there in terms of like people were like excited to have spanish food and they're like thanks for coming to town right how long was the run i uh Five, I was there for five years. Oh, wow. It's no um, longer open, right? Right. Yeah. Um, they were open for six years and then rebranded for a few months and then okay. Um, closed. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's so good to have just like a classic Spanish place because mm-hmm. it was weird because even like the mid-range, like okay, topless places in LA, like all closed. Like mm-hmm. there was that place Tinto, mm-hmm. on Melrose, there was Bar Pincho in mm-hmm. Santa Monica. It was just like... Does, do people not want tapas? Right. Are tapas not cool anymore? Like, yeah. True tapas. What is happening? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I feel like, you know, maybe maybe Spanish food isn't thought of as like of the moment or hot or cool, but it's like it should be. Yeah. And I think maybe Otonio is the first step for people realizing like this is such a cool cuisine and way to eat. We want to bring it back. Yes. And, you know, one, in, one interesting thing going back to just why there isn't more Spanish when before Jonathan Gold passed away. Right. R.I.P. To yeah. the God. Yes. Um, I had the opportunity to like attend one of his, his talks and I asked him afterwards, you know, why he thought there wasn't right. more Spanish. Like this is the question of all questions. Sure. And he's like, well, there's not really a Spanish community. In That's LA, true. In LA, oh. You know, with which something could like come from or, or, you know, there's like that established community yeah. where, yeah. you know, we have that strong Chinese it community. It would support and, and their like, yeah, yeah. own culture and their yeah, way exactly. of eating. And so that made sense. That makes sense. But he also was like, well, Spanish food's kind of plain. Ooh, Wait, John. Yeah. Ooh, we're gonna take you down from God to no, like uh, no. apostle, okay? You know, he, he's a man of informed saying. opinions, I get but it, get, what, I get what he's saying in terms of um, simplicity. Right. But plain is, I was just like, yeah, plain might be a little reductive. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I I thought about that and I was like, well, that's true, you know, because there's we not do, a lot of Spaniards, right? We but we've had a ton of Spaniards already at Otoño, and I had a ton at Racion and they go one way or the other. Some come in just to judge. They don't come in to eat. They come in to judge. Oh, you're saying as customers. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what you were yeah, saying yeah, in no, staff. No, 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 as customers. Oh, they're they come coming in, in with yeah. a critical eye. Yes, yes. They're like, Guess no. <laughs> really? <laughs> how it's done. What wow. is this? It's burnt. This is what I know. And wow. And then we get them, they're like, thank you. This is taking me back, you know, and they're excited. And, um, but you know, I get it. It's like, we're right. I'm representing, you're representing a culture. I'm not, you know, but I'm not from there. Um, so I get it, you know, right. You're not claiming to be Spanish. You're not claiming that this is end all be all way that you do Spanish cuisine. Right. You're just trying to represent a culture and a cuisine in a way that, you know, you as a chef want to eat and want to show people. Right. Mozart wrote Italian operas. There you he was go. German. Motherfucker was not <laughs> yeah. Italian. Take that classical music. What's what's been your what's been your like weirdest experience with like a Spaniard coming in to like 
Like, like was his shirt unbuttoned? Like <laughs> right, exactly. three like, buttons. Is, I can see that man's navel. He must be a Spaniard. Oh my god! Somebody had like a wind machine and it was following <laughs> right, him in. They're exactly. just like blowing his long hair. hair. They're just real mad. His name they was Raphael. Really? They just get well. You know, it's like maybe an older generation, and they're just okay. really mad because this you're not talking a, about young Spaniards. No, no, no. Okay. Young Spaniards love it. Okay. And they're like, yes, you have these wines. Yes, you have croquetas. I love these that. are These are well executed. Thank so you're you. talking Those about croquetas, by the way. <laughs> I could Those eat. Cro- croquetas. I could eat. A hundred of them. I could eat a fucking hundred of I could eat a fucking hundred of I wish you guys could. Yeah. I no, I, you could. no, I think between us, we could eat 200. <laughs> I, you know what? I will like, do that. Make it a challenge. You'll be on dry, diners challenge. driving and dives in no time. <laughs> no. Guy Fieri will be like, I don't care about all these Spanish guys. Those are off the reservation, brother. <laughs> just serve him with donkey sauce. I don't know sauce. why he's Hulk Hogan when yeah. I do it. Yeah, why, why did he become Hulk Hogan? He is basically the Hulk Hogan of the food world. Uh. He's... He's he has he has dyed blonde hair. He's weirdly tan. He's probably racist. Hair, hair, kiss, hair is, kissed by the sun. He's basically Hulk Hogan, dude. Oh, he's so swollen. He's so swollen all the time. It's like in this man is unwell. It's like in- I'm sorry, sir. Were you stung by a bunch of? Oh, that's Guy Fieri. In- infl- oh. Inflammation. Yeah. He's just like, like, like he, his he, face is Flavor Town. Everything about him is Flavor Town. <laughs> no, the, but the meal that we had at Otonio was fucking great. Really I mean, was. what I remember of it, it really yes. was <laughs> great. Right. Because we were really drinking a lot. We were. That, that night. That was uh, we, were, we were well taken care of. We were well taken care of. Thank, thank you very much. Of course. But um, I, I yeah. do like the idea that like young Spaniards are like getting what yes. you're doing and they're excited about it. And like these old like stuffy set in their way people are the ones who are no. like, this isn't how you do it. Yeah. I'm from Galicia. <laughs> so, so like if, if, if that happens next time, just be like, then you open a fucking restaurant. Yeah. What are you doing right. here? Get out of here. Get out of here. Also too, I don't want to do what's been done before. Yeah. Right. I don't want to do that. I can't even do what I did last week. Right. Yeah. Like I want to just keep reinventing, and that's where I, and keep pushing. And I don't want to copy myself. Like why would I right. do something that's just done and follow yeah. a recipe? That's boring. Yeah. Like as a chef, it's like if you're not doing that, then you're not going to be happy. As I mean, any like, creative person, if you're not doing that, I you're not going to gonna be fulfilled. Fun too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that'd be like telling like someone like, oh, a hamburger has to just be like these six ingredients. You can do anything to it. You can reinvent it. That's the thing between American cuisine and like old world cuisines. Yes. There's so there's so much hundreds of years of history yeah. and people have such ingrained ideas yeah. about how these are. America's like, yeah, you do this, you do yeah, that, yeah. fusion with this, yeah, hey, whoa, yeah. yeah, we're gonna put this on here. Yeah. Like, like some people with like European traditional cuisines are like, yeah. this is the way that you do it yeah. and there's no other way. Like I can see yeah, like yeah. that mentality like that looking sounds, at... That sounds like a yeah. lot of fun. Oh God, it's the worst. <laughs> it's mean, like people who can't have fun with food. It's like, what are you even right. fucking doing? Yeah, I mean, we try to make them happy somehow. Right. You know, we're like, what, you like this wine, don't you? Yeah, right. Yeah, Spanish. how could you not like wine? <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, you're doing too much yeah. to this wine. You're putting in a poor home. <laughs> Everyone can agree on the ham leg, though. When I walked in and saw that goddamn oh, yeah. Iberico leg on the bar, I'm like, who's not going to like a fucking Hamon leg I on the know. bar? Well, it's just a comforting general, sight. Hamon is, yeah, Hamon is so important. Hamon is life. It's so important. <laughs> Hamon is life. That's what it says on the shirts at Antonio on the back. God, we, do, we, we should just, have, <laughs> you should have merch. You should have merch. Should. We just added a like Hamoni Berico upgrade to our pan con tomate. Oh my god! Yeah. All right, I'm back in. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I just want a sandwich. I don't know why great. like pan con tomate is, is so satisfying, but it's like it's so fucking good. Yeah. It's so good. Like I don't know. I don't even know why. I, it's simple too. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's too simple. It's it's so simple, but it's good bread, good tomatoes, good olive oil, and like seasoned properly, the right amount of garlic. Mm. That's all it. That's all, That's it, all it is. That's Speaking all it of Spaniards in LA and Pancom Tomate, I want to give a shout out to the Tumaca truck 
It is a couple oh. from Barcelona cool. who moved oh, to yes, LA and started mm-hmm. a food truck. It's outside of Silver Lake Wine every Thursday, replacing Gorilla Tacos truck Aww. that used to be there. Mm. R.I.P. to the truck, but shout out to Wes and his new restaurant. Well, it's mm-hmm. all good because yes. uh, Silver Lake Wine, like, Gorilla Tacos is just parked outside of Gorilla uh, Silver Lake Wine all the time now. There you go. Exactly. Right across the street, baby. <laughs> Silver Lake Wine in the arts district you're referring to. That's right. So every There's Thursday, this Tumaca truck is there and, you know, they're Spaniards. They're young. They're cool. They're hip. And they have, they have great fucking pan con tomate. So I, I respect that as some Spaniards who are around doing a Spanish thing. Mm-hmm. When, when you were like, when you knew that you were going to be opening Otoño, did yes. you go to Spain? Yes. Okay. So this restaurant's inspired by my travel to uh, Valencia. Let's cheers to that. <clears throat> cheers. <clears throat> there it is. I, I've been to Spain several times, and um, this past trip I went to Barcelona. I had an internship lined up at Tickets. Oh, nice. Tickets, uh, a well-known... Albert restaurant. Albert Yes. And I, I get there, you know, I didn't have... I had my visa partially okay. complete. Right. I knew that there was a possibility I wouldn't be able to get the internship, so I meet with them in because Barcelona. Because of visa reasons? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They you, have, have like a, you have to get like a work like visa, visa of some variety. Type thing, oh, okay. yeah. And so I knew I was like missing some things, and they were like, well... Um, it's funny because they're like, why don't you just come out here and then we'll figure it out. And I'm like, okay. Like, okay that's, sure. that's the Spanish <laughs> yeah. way. It's okay, like, oh, my yeah. God, oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, I'll oh, be there in 20 okay. minutes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and so the, uh, I get there and they're like, yeah, you know, we can't really do it. So I was like, well, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to get a ticket and go down, uh, take the train down to um, uh, Valencia. Right. I've never been. And um, I've... <laughs> The train goes along the coast. Yeah, it's it's freaking amazing. Gorgeous. Um, I always take the train down to Sitges, which is like half an hour uh, south of Barcelona. Um, and that's one of my favorite places. But I just skipped that and went straight to, to Valencia. And I fell in love. It, was, oh it, it felt like L.A. to me. Yeah. It was like so much art, like progressive, um, sunny, beautiful. There's this park that runs the length and river that runs the length of the city. You can like access it at any time. You know, you're walking and you just go into the park and it's a beautiful park. There's it's like orange trees oh just lining the, tr- the, the park. Well, that's where Valencia Orange is coming. Yeah, there you go. it's beautiful. And um, so I was, of course, you know, all that greenery and things like that. I was like, okay, this is like LA. But right. there's a certain part of Valencia that I kept, that I kind of I stayed close to um, and kept visiting. It's called Barrio del Carmen. It's like their old town. It's also like their hipster area. Okay. So it's like old. a lot of history, but yeah. a lot of cool new shit yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit. And like, you know, the people that were hanging out there. Um, and it's like these tiny little alleys and cobblestone streets and that. old architecture. Uh, so quaint. So quaint. Yeah. So quaint. Amidst like really intense street art that was just it just blew my mind that juxtaposition of like old and new right i was just like yes this is it um and then you know just eating great food and having some cool wine vermouth you know like it was were there like standout dishes like something that's super regional something that's very specific to valencia well i went to go have the legit real paella yeah okay that's like where like where paella is like it's an epicenter of paella culture yes that's yeah it's paella ground zero and so you see those guys with those if, if no one's ever seen like when they cook it it'll be like a pan that is like 10 feet across yeah, yeah. and they basically have like shovels yeah yeah <laughs> like no. over an open fire so and you're like this awesome. is insane so awesome so i went to have the paella but in that particular area there was just it was about the tapas and yeah. I had like the most amazing smoked sardine oh my and God. had it with like a white vermouth oh and boy. you know like um foie gras um 
just little tapas yeah. and I was the happiest person, you know? know, and then like it was around November that I was there. So, um, you know, you walk down the street and they're like roasting chestnuts and you just get like a cup of hamon, like oh literally like a God. cup, a a cup, cup of, hamon. of hamon. It's just like chunks of hamon right. and then like a cup of roasted chestnuts. And Fuck. that's what I did. And I just walked like 20 There's miles. There's a little over. chill in the just air. Walk, yeah. There's some wood smoke uh, on the wind. Yeah. Oh it was God. so, it was so beautiful. How long, how long did you spend in Valencia? Um, I was there for a week. God damn it. Um, that sounds so fun. And I didn't want to leave. Right. But I was like, I, I'm going to go back to Barcelona and I had, you know, lined up some wine tasting things sure. and, um, and pre-rot. Um, so much cool wine shit happening yeah. in Catalonia oh in general oh and in Spain yeah. in general, but Catalonia in particular. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of natural yeah. winemakers. And that's certainly the focus of our, our list at Otoño is Catalonia. Um, you know, like single varietal, like cava grapes that mm-hmm. are made into these amazing steel, still wines. You guys have an amazing wine list. Yeah. Yes. Go drink some fucking it's wine really, in Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> it's really exciting. Um, Did you know that you were going back to open the restaurant at this point? Kind of. So you were like kind of in the back of your mind maybe like, what about this? What, 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 what do I want to do when I get back and I have my own shit? I wanted to get to the root of this paella thing because it's been following me my entire career. Right. Every single day of my life at Racion, people are like, do you have paella? And I'm like... <laughs> No, we're Basque, and that didn't mean right, anything right. to them. Yeah, people don't know about Basque. People don't know about Basque. Shout out to the Basque country. Euskara. They're, they're one of the largest ethnic minorities that don't have a country. Mm. Them and the Kurds. Well, they... But they have their own country yeah, yeah. In, in their hearts and souls. Exactly. Yes. And it's very, very different. It's oh, there. sure. Yeah, it's so different. Their language is like... You know, like like people who study language say it, it's not. It's like the most unconnected to any other linguistic mm-hmm. tradition. Like their language, it doesn't sound like anything you ever heard. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure they like that about themselves. Right, they're like they're like fiercely <laughs> Very independent. prideful people. Yes, they are. Yes, they're yes. like fiercely independent, yeah. but also like their food and drink culture is like, as yeah. you know, like fucking amazing. Phenomenal. So it's, like, it's like, isn't it like the highest concentration of Michelin stars in the world? I always hear that. that. San Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Japan might have. Been Tokyo. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up there. But um, ah, Tokyo. So, so were you like specifically going to be like, we're not doing Basque at Otonio because you had done it at Ragione or were you just kind of like, I'm going to combine everything that I like because it's my fucking restaurant. Honestly, I bought a one way ticket to Europe and I did not intend to come back. Ooh. See, I fucking love that though. <laughs> I You're love like, that. whatever happens, happens. I had four, I had, I went to Copenhagen. I had four days booked in Barcelona. I intended to get that internship. Right. Maybe work in Barcelona yeah. and who knew I was. This was like, what? Last year? Uh, it was the end of 2016. Okay. So you were like, I'm going to fucking never come back to the States. Kind of. I was just like, whatever. You you're, on that, you're on that vagabond <laughs> lifestyle. Like, I got my stick and my I bindle. So and long, stink town. I fucking hit the road. I sold all my shit. I, I got rid that. of my, I left my apartment. This is after you left working at Rashi. Yes. So you were like, I'm yeah. fucking out of here. It was my like, eat, pray, love thing. <laughs> I right. need to go find myself. All right. I did is eat. Yeah. Right. No. The, the, the pray and love part yeah, was yeah, just... I want yeah, my yeah, version yeah, of that yeah. to just be like, eat, drink, eat. Yeah. You know, yeah. just be yeah, eat, yeah. eat. The pray and the love, eat, we drink. can leave that behind. Yeah, yeah, no. And, you know, I just... I love to walk and like... Sure. I don't... I'm a Carlos Angelino. I don't know if you know this about me, but I haven't had a car for wow. four years. I love walking, um, but I can't imagine yeah. not having a car. Carlos Angelino. Yes. Damn. There you go. There's not many of them, but they're they're fierce. They're prideful. They're <laughs> actually, like the yeah, actually, yeah. They're, they're like the Basque. The Carlos Angelinos, they have they have a deep-rooted have respect their for their own culture and their own language. Indeed. You see them moving. Yeah. You don't know what they're doing, but they're I just out like, there. 
I can I can do this. I cannot have a car in the city. Um, my my I have t- a two good friends who are Carlos Angelinos. Yeah. They're part cool. of your trap. We should like meet each other. Exactly. I have like <laughs> an entire <laughs> staff that are Carlos Angelinos. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, so I love to walk. So I you know when I go travel like this, and this is the first time I've traveled alone. Which um, is an experience in yeah. and of itself, yeah, yeah. obviously. You know, just me and my backpack and my headphones. I love and, it. You know. And money. hamon in a cup. Exactly. <laughs> a no, seriously, of, I was like. A couple this, of dreams and a couple hamon, of hamon. This hamon will sustain me for at least six hours. Um, <laughs> and I'm walking a clear across Valencia with it. Like, um, like in, in like uh, Valencian like uh, marathons instead of cups of correct, water. Exactly. They have, it's like, it's like <laughs> oh man, they're running out. They're, they're in mile, mile 22. 20, mile 20. Hit him with the hamon. Hit him with the hamon. He's pouring on his face. Oh God, it feels so good. It's so cool on my face. <laughs> and then like there's just people picking up and like, I got to lubricate your lips with it. <laughs> Touch, this Hamon touch greatness. A touch greatness. He's crossing the finish line with his arms up. This Hamon stuck to his face. He's a great one. He's one of the greats. Yes. Hamon is life. I, I wish I wish I could get a fucking cup of Hamon around these parts. Yeah. Are you, are you talking like a like a paper cup? It was like a paper cone cup. A cu- like a cone. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that. Because there was just like this shop, and I, there was just like Hamon legs everywhere, and I was like, okay. And then they were like, do you want like do you want a plate or, or they were like, yeah, do you want like a plate or a right. cup? Do you want and I was this like, to go? I'm on, I'm on foot. I'm on foot, so I'll take the cup. And then, like a few few blocks later, there's the chestnut guy. So I'm like double fisting. Those chestnuts are great. Yeah, double fisting with the chestnuts and hummel. And I was like the happiest person. I was like, that sounds. And then I ducked in at some point to get a beer, and I was like. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what? Can I bring in my cup of hummone? Right, exactly. Yeah. I can bring this yeah. in right now. Like, yeah. You don't have to bring that one. We yeah. got a leg on the bar. My, my, right, my, exactly. I don't know why they're like New my York Italians, but whatever. Put my chestnuts in my pocket. Right, exactly. Oh, get the hummone over here. God, I love it. I love this yeah. vagabond lifestyle. Was there any time during the trip where you were like, like you experienced something that you were like, if I had my own restaurant, I would want to bring this experience or this type of food or was, something like that. Uh, it was in the back of my mind that I wanted to open something again. Wait, let me hit the pour on right here. She's okay, pouring hit, hit the pour the- into my cup, but I want... Oh. This is the most appropriate thing that's ever happened mm. on, uh, on this thing. I can just podcast with one hand and pour on with the it. other. It's, it's called pour on casting. It's a new, uh, it's a new technique. Just open up a wine bar next door called Perone. No, we should. Call it Perone. Yeah, absolutely. Someone should. Um, So, uh, yeah. What was like? Like uh, when did when did you know that you were coming back? So like you left, open ended ticket. You're vagabonding. You got the backpack. You got the chest mask. You're You're like, I'm living my best life. But was there a time when you're like, I have to go back? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. There was a definitive like shit. Yes. Well, I you know so I ate through Spain and I was at a certain point I was like. Okay, I'm gonna. I had the intention to go visit my friend in Italy. She's in Puglia. Okay. And so I was like, all right, I'm I'm done. You know, I went back and forth to Barcelona a couple of times, and I was like, okay, Barcelona. Um, it's pretty great. I'm done with you. I've right. yeah, but, but we're done for now. We've uh, danced, we've yes. danced, and now we must say goodnight. <laughs> Tango de la muerte. Yeah. And so I call my friend, and I'm just like, she's in Puglia, and I'm like, hey, can I like come over day after tomorrow? And she's like, yeah, come over. So then I spent like about almost two months in Puglia after that. Wow. Yeah. And that was me just... That's deep. That was Eat, Pray, Love. That was That's like... That's Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah. That was like a little villa in this little town and it's called Terlizzi in Puglia just surrounded by all, olive trees. Ooh. Like flying from Barcelona to Bari. Um, I flew... You fly over olive trees for like 10 minutes. Oh my God. You know when you're like, you're like in LA and you yeah. just like keep flying right. over LA? Yeah, just like for like, like that. for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, well, this never ends. It was ends. like that, but it was olive trees. Wow. And I was like, are those olive trees? Damn. I think I said that out loud just in the plane. Just endless groves. Yeah. 
And everyone on the plane's like, yes! Yeah. The guy next to you is like, where do you think you are? This is your captain speaking. If you look over to the right, you'll see endless olive trees. And on the other side is more olive trees. Yeah, so I stayed at this villa and it was just like, on like the Appian Trail, which wow. is like one of the roads leading to Rome, all roads sure. lead to Rome. It was like, like, three hundred AD or something. Right, the history there yeah. is insane. And it was the dead of winter, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like I just would every day would. Is go it cold? For, oh, it was very cold. Okay. Yeah, but it, it was so. Puglia is in the north. Puglia is south. 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 Is it's it like the, in the boot. The heel. Yeah, the or whatever heel. Calabria um, is the toe, and then Puglia is the heel. Yeah, okay. and it's uh, on the coast. Um, okay. I didn't go to the water, but. Um, so it's chilly. It's winter time. It was chilly winter time, um, and I'm with one of my good friends from college who lives, who's now like living there, um, and staying with her friends who have this villa, and they are like making their own wine, making their own olive oh oil. Oh my god! Like they have a commercial kitchen. Like, like they live on a farm. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, just like it's this, just their house. It's a compound. It's a villa. Oh and god, that sounds fucking yeah. They amazing. have a, they have a vegetable garden, orchard. That's the life. Yeah. That's no. that's like where I want to get to. It's these two, oh, we'll get there. Oh, it's these, we'll yeah. get there. These two gay dudes from New York that right. and like, they just like we live in Puglia yeah. now. Yeah, Shout out to gay exactly. dudes for being yeah. great, by the way. <laughs> I bet their house is immaculately decorated. I know. Oh my god! I bet it's, it's like rustically charming. You like you're just like, what all, the fuck? Yes. All vintage, tasteful as hell. I'll show you guys some photos. It was yes. freaking it's like gorgeous. Like a wood fired yeah. oven, you yes. know? They're just like poking everything. Five hundred year old wood oven. Wow. Wow. That we cooked in. I would like one. You yes. were there for. I can see why you were there yeah. for months. Yeah. Why would you leave? They well, you just, need to warm yourself I, around the wood fire. And they right. just wanted me to cook. Like they were like, "Here's, let's go to the fish market." Right. And they were just like, "Blew my mind." You like, might, you might have never fucking come back. We almost lost you to well, Puglia. You did. Yeah. Puglia because they Villa. were because they had a commercial kitchen and they kind of opened like they have this little bar. Wow. And they're like they opened the bar to I like the locals that. and they're like you can and then I kept saying well I need to go I need, I want to open a restaurant I want to open a restaurant and they're like you have a restaurant here right just do what you want. And I was like, what? I, LA, right. I need to go back. You know, you're and feeling I, the pull, even yeah, then, yeah. even though yeah, you were yeah. in at a very yeah. lost yeah. moment yeah. right there. Yeah. We have to go back. We have yeah. to go back. We have to no, go back. No, there was that definitive point where I was like, I need to go back. <laughs> they right. were like trying to tempting you. Like, you have a restaurant yeah. here. Right. Yeah. It's all great. Right. Look, exactly. there's olives right. yes. everywhere. We have so many olives. Yeah. We have all the olives. And we have all the olives. You can't get around the olives. No, the the like escape from Fantasy Island. Right. It's like Hotel California. You're like, I might have to go. They're like. Yes, you can check it anytime you like, but you can never leave. <laughs> <laughs> the fish, the fish in that area is phenomenal, oh and they eat god. it raw. Like I went to a few restaurants, and it's like they eat these carpaccios, yeah. and they just put olive oil, oh my god. a little bit of vegetables, and some salt, okay. and it's freaking. So it phenomenal. sounds like you were in this amazing situation where you probably could have stayed for more months or however mm-hmm. long you wanted, maybe even opened a restaurant. Yes, but something was pulling you back yes. to LA. There was yes. a gravitational pull of this great I city done. acting on you. Yes. Even then, I wasn't done, and I, you know. I did. I left Racion earlier than I would have liked to. Right. Um, I wasn't done there. I didn't. I didn't see it reach its full potential. The arc didn't come to yeah. like a nice conclusion. The yeah. denouement yeah, was yeah. not satisfying. Yeah. You and I, to tie things up. And I, I love LA and it's my home it and is. you know like I love what what's going on here and like the food community and everything and so I just wasn't done and I knew that in my gut. So all of the the data I gathered from my Spanish trip. Right. I started to compile when I was in Italy because I was in this gorgeous villa drinking oh coffee God. next to the fire and I'm oh like, God. let me put everything on, on paper now. I wish I was following you on Instagram during this time. <laughs> I didn't start until yeah. before Otonio, but I, I fucked up. It's okay. Um, we're just here, make we're a, here uh, now. I'm going to see like some a, pictures. Make like a PowerPoint slideshow. Just come back over. We'll put <laughs> right, it on exactly. the wall. 
We'll sit there and be like, want to see slides? I want we'll to like, see, yes, yeah. we really, I really see some pictures. But that was the best time for me. I mean, I literally was just alone in the olive trees, oh my able to like conceptualize and like put things in place for this, you wow. know, and, and for myself and just come back and be like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, and I rested and I slept and I ate and I felt whole and ready. And then it was literally when I got back, I was like, I called the guy I knew was going to be my business partner, Vince, who was with me at Racion. And I was like, let's do this. Let's look for a space. Wow. And you found a really cool space. For our non-LA listeners, Highland Park is a neighborhood that in recent years, in terms of restaurant openings, I don't think can be equaled anywhere else in the city. This one particular strip of Figueroa, uh, I mean, that's probably the hottest restaurant strip in the city right now. Yeah. And I think you found... I mean, that location is gorgeous. Yeah. And it's so well situated. It's in a great neighborhood where people are looking to... I, I for like, like that like, little sitting, like, nook in the yeah. front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You're just, I could sit there and just be like, oh, okay, let me let me have some wine and, like, chill. And it's like, oh, get a bite. Yeah. Get some croquettes. Absolutely. It's like, the ceilings are high. It's expansive. It's, it's like, like, there's that little alley in the back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you find that space? So we were looking exclusively in the arts district. Right. Which is like, also obviously right. a very hot, hot Super hot. But it was, you know, we couldn't find anything with like soul and character. Yeah. You don't want to just be in a fucking yeah. warehouse. Everything exactly. seems like it's very like big. 4,000 square feet of Too like, yeah. what do we right. do with you this place? It's not, it's not, it's not going to be bestia. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And we, and so we were looking and looking and we just couldn't find the right thing. And I was calling about a place in the, in the arts district and... The guy's like, I don't have that one, but I have this one in, in Highland Park. Okay. And I was like, okay, maybe it's time to like look outside of right, the art sure. district. Fine, sure. I go and then like I'm like, yep, this is it. This is it. This you it. knew. The so yeah. Frank's camera felt, building. Yeah. I felt home. Yeah, yeah. It's a fantastic totally. building. Yeah. I mean, I guess like when you know, you know. Yeah. You know. Nineteen twenties uh building. The original brick wall, it's historically preserved. Yeah, that's so old. So rad. In LA, if something's from the 1920s, it's like ancient. Yeah. It's like, this is ancient history. The apartment I live in in Koreatown is built in 1929. Really? Yes. And, that thing's in good shape. And, and it's, and cool. it's and my house is built in the seventies. This thing's fucking no, falling apart. I mean, mine, mine's in better shape now, uh, and now they had to do a ton of fucking stuff okay. to it. They've done but some like, renovation. It's, I mean, I have a in my, I have like it's old fire, like my, I have a fire hose. Like in, you, there's a fire hose in Joel's apartment, which I don't like understand. Up. Up. They're like, this yeah. place is rickety as hell. It could light on fire at any time. <laughs> you will need we a have fire a fire hose, hose for you. <laughs> Let, but the point is, things from the 20s rule. That's true. The <laughs> coolest parts Otonio, of LA. my house, yeah. end of list. <laughs> yeah, end of list. The coolest parts of LA are the ones that like still, like the parts well, of downtown, just, like the, the old bank district is probably my favorite part of downtown because all those buildings are like they're like the yeah. coolest oldest buildings yeah. that you can well, really the, see the, the, uh, one of the big things that i have like when you were in valencia you like you talk about culture like cobblestone streets and all that they have that exists also in america but it's in the east coast it's yeah. on like, things that were developed sure. like so right. los angeles has a culture it definitely does but it, do- it doesn't have that history right. attached to it you can't go and you right. don't see brick walls from right. the 20s anymore right. at all well, that, that's fucking i mean i know finding a space can be one of the like yeah, yeah. you know it's the an hard, initial it's, hurdle it's, and maybe sometimes the hardest it's honestly like the hardest thing to do yeah. not, especially not in just LA finding right the space now. but like going through all the necessary steps yeah. to secure said space I left that meeting when I first saw that space and I like had the chills and I was like holy shit oh, that's, that's such it. a good feeling yeah I was just like that, you're that's like it. Hamon can be sliced here <laughs> right it I can be see the leg the yeah. leg is on the bar no I, I knew you just know <laughs> you know What? where did the name come from oh 
Um, well, I'm New Mexican. I'm from New Mexico. Shout um, out to New Mexico. Shout yes. out to Albuquerque. <laughs> yes. Wait, are you from Albuquerque? I am. I am. Shout out to Albuquerque. Shout yeah. out to fucking Albuquerque for, yeah. for you know doing stuff. You know, yeah. I've never been to New Mexico. I've always wanted to go. I think you'd love it. I, well, it, you like the old one. You might. You in my go to mind, the new one. in my mind, it's like funky. There's a lot of turquoise and hot air balloons and yes. like hatch chilies everywhere. But the food is fucking. That's good. what I've always yeah. heard. Okay, so. I grew up in New Mexico and fall is kind of like our festival season. It's also chilly season. Right. So it's always been my favorite season because of that. And so I don't know. It just kept coming up. Otoño just kept coming up. And then I'll show you a photo from Valencia because I was there in autumn. Otoño is autumn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We were just talking about we how we need, we yeah. literally Joel need to be more season. autumnal Joel is around be, these parts. Joel's about to get married. He's going to be honeymooning in Paris in um, autumn. So we're, our, uh, autumn is on our mind. That's you know? beautiful. Yeah. Autumn's coming in. It's 95 degrees right now, mm. but autumn's yeah. coming in. If you want to bring a leg to the wedding, <laughs> I will gladly invite you as a guest. And you and just like just the plus that. one is a homo yeah. leg. It's just <laughs> Teresa Montano yeah. plus I'll have, one. I'll have That's a little. Plus one right I'll have now. a little <laughs> setup there. I got a Michelada mobile coming. Yeah. I got some barbecue. We're just missing a hand okay. leg being sliced. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm um, holding you that. I'm laughing, but I'm not laughing. Where is she? Right. Where is she? Yeah. I, I was she said you would be here. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Where is the leg? You're in traffic with the leg buckled into the passenger seat. Yeah. Goddamn traffic jam! I got a wedding to get to. I was telling Joel this earlier. I was I was in Spain and uh, we had like we had rented this place and I was in the supermarket and they, I turn a corner and there's just an entire display of Hamon legs. They're not Iberico, of course. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the regular like mm-hmm. Hamon Serrano legs. Right. But like just like walking into a supermarket and purchasing a leg. Yes. And then I also bought one of those holders. Yes. So the entire week we were at this rented place, I was just like the ham yes. slicer. I was like, <laughs> I've never been happier in my life. It was literally the best week of yeah, my life. All we did was drink best. wine. I guess that would be like the Spanish equivalent of like a dad on a grill flipping yeah. burgers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like just people rally around that guy. Yes. So, yes. so that was clearly it's a thing. It's very serious. For, yeah. for yeah. people not in the Hamon, no. Hamon Ibirico is the highest end, the Pacha Negra. Hamon Ibirico de Biote. Biote is the acorn. For mm-hmm. the last month mm-hmm. of their life, these black Iberian pigs are fed nothing but acorns. Yes. Thus resulting in the best meat of all time, yes. the single best food stuff you could ever have. Yes. Uh, Hamon Serrano <laughs> is just more of a, a, a general cured ham, kind mm-hmm. of like a prosciutto. Yes. Not specifically fed acorns. From a white pig. From a white pig. Not from the Iberian black pigs that right. Ibirico uses. But... Like the one that I bought in the supermarket, you know, it wasn't that expensive. But like right. when you buy a leg of Iberico, yeah. it's fucking expensive. Yeah. Like how is much, that, is that how what you're do you get a uh, leg of Iberico like for? $700. Okay. Wholesale. Wholesale. That's a lot. I mean, that it's. Maso menos. Per <laughs> ounce. Ma- hey, I'm a man. It's like saying a bottle of wine is a lot. You can just charge, you know, whatever you want. But like per ounce, it's one of the most expensive meats yes, in the world. Yes, it's it is, and rightly so. Rightly I mean, it's so. freaking phenomenal. It's, it's one of those things where it's one thing that's been done. You slice it off, you eat it without anything else, yeah. and you're like, "This was perfect." Yes. Do you this have a train? Do you have like a train ham where you you were slicing I was the ham? Slicing it. When yeah. the night that I was yeah, there, yeah, train yeah. ham. So are you on the ham station? Every- yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. the ham slicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about on your day off? I don't have one. Uh, <laughs> so are you saying that you need a stand-in every now and again? Because I got hands. Right. And I like ham. You know that in Spain, there's like famous ham slicers who yes. are like ham celebrities. Yes, yes. yes. What yeah. is, it, is it about like the thinness? Is it about the, uh, is it about like the, it's the, the length? It's, it's, what is, what is it? Like, do you have the, to get a special knife for it? Certainly the... the thin, like yes. getting that... You have thin, a long, like, do you want thin to be able to knife. Cut. Yeah. Do you want it to be like 
translucent? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Basically, melt. It should just melt like melt in your mouth. I totally suck at it. No, um, you don't. That's not true. <laughs> I totally suck at it. You should have seen this leg I was hacking away at, like a fucking drunk lumberjack. There should be Hamon police that just like go around and be like, no, okay, that's fine. No, that's correcto. No, that's correcto. Apparently, Spanish people are really mean, so. The fucking no, Guardia cool. Seville they kicks in cool. the door. We have reports of uh, improper ham carving. Yeah. Get on the floor. Like, yeah. sorry. Lo siento. Lo siento. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, we, we because we're really busy right now, so I bought, I bought ourselves a boneless one, and we're slicing it on the slicer. In the oh, meantime, shit. In the meantime. You, okay. But when I was there, so you, I had the yeah, yeah, I yeah, you had the full I, on. Yeah, you had the full on. You can't always do up. that. You can't keep up. Now we have the Jamon Iberico upgrade on the pan con tomate. Okay, that's so the new shit. We're slinging all oh, so that. When me and Carl come in, just, just, just be like, okay, right. we're going to do the upgrade, right. the upgrade and we're going to do the croquettes yeah. and probably a pie. Your Jamon course. Right. Can yeah. we Can we have a Jamon? Can we just have a Jamon tasting menu? Yes. Just something with all Jamon all the time. Yes. I love the idea of like, like, trying to order the Poron and it's like actually we're gonna need to uh, we're gonna need to see their skills first yeah. otherwise the Poron only goes to like people who can handle it yeah. someone tries to order it they're like I don't think so Here, here's you, some, here's some like water in a Gatorade bottle pour it in your mouth from <laughs> yeah, afar exactly. then we'll go from you have there to do a, you have to do a Poron test with water first to like <laughs> to like be passed like I'm sorry uh, we don't know you're, we're gonna, you're gonna have you to do a, the test yeah. they give you a bib it says trainee on it <laughs> you guys could do it but go to the back yeah. okay <laughs> alright fair that's fair that's fair <laughs> No, but no, I I want it, I want the put on to be a thing. Um, it's just for like a large group maybe well, or something. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool for like it's such a nice icebreaker kind of thing. Oh it's God. like a great birthday thing. So sociable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know it's 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 so it's much, a great wedding thing. So when great, you bring yes. the ham legs, <laughs> yes. you're gonna have to also bring the peron. I'll go to Home Goods and get yeah. the five dollar perons. Well, you know you know what I have that I pretty much use as a peron. I have uh, with a bong. Spe- I just have a bong. <laughs> right, exactly. I just it, put wine the, in a bong. The wine kind of tastes a little funky. Right. <laughs> when you hit weed through wine, bro, you get all the wine shit in the weed. You know, Mike Mike Glazer's like that's a thing. Holy yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, shout out to Mike Glazer. No, what I've been doing is I have what the Spanish call boda bag, mm-hmm. a traditional oh, yeah. mm-hmm. yep. wine skin that yep. uh, Spanish shepherds would use. Yep. And they would have their wine in a, like, you know, a, I think it was traditionally made from like a sheep bladder yeah. or like a goat bladder or something. Yeah. The one I have is leather, but, you know, plastic yeah. on the inside. But it holds like one and a half liters of wine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people who don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically just a leather bag full of wine that has a nozzle on it. Mm-hmm. So I bring that to the beach. Mm-hmm. I bring it to the park. People are like, did you bring a sack of wine? I'm like, yes, of course I did. And then I squirted it into everyone's <laughs> see, mouth. It's very, and everyone's like, this is the best thing ever. I'm like, it's, yeah. yes, of course. That's very different than my sack of wine that I bring. See, Which is move, a garbage bag full the, of wine. No, the move is you go and you buy, you buy some Frenzia, you see, and then you take, it out of the, you take it out of the box and there's a spigot on it, yeah. and if you're poor, that works just as you well. Know what? We actually did that. We were we were tubing. We had like inner tubes, and we took the Franzia I bag. I used to be in college. Out of the box, so we were just throwing this Franzia bag between us, and we'd be like, "Slap the bag," and you'd have to. I slap think it's called it. a space bag. I believe. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's there's called. There's some they call really good box wines out there. there. Is. Well, as much as we like to make fun of Franzia, now there's great fucking box wine out. There's we just, ba- we just tasted some yeah, Spanish. We just tasted. Some good Spanish rosé out Ooh. of the box. That was just like phenomenal. Do you remember the brand? Well, I do not, but okay. we have it at 
the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When are you going to open yeah. for lunch? That's actually oh, the God. biggest question. Joel, come on. She's just open for dinner. You're um, rushing her. Carl, shut up. I didn't ask about brunch yet. I wasn't asking about like asking for hormone and eggs. Okay, well, Which you should do. Yes, absolutely. You should yeah. absolutely do. Or right, Papa's Bravo. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, we're, we're coming to the end here, but I, I don't want to... I just wanted the lunch for me. I don't want to gloss over the (laughs) the monumental undertaking that it is opening a restaurant. Mm -hmm. It's so much. Oh, gosh. And, you know, congratulations on fucking everything. It's so exciting. But, like, what what is... This is your first restaurant at at you and the helm. No, I mean, you're... That 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 you've opened. You're chef owner. I was chef owner of Racion as well, but I had an operations partner. Okay. So, but this is the... This is my baby in terms of... I am concept, the sole, sole operator. Okay, yeah. My concept, so my everything. Within that yeah. context, my what's, own, yeah, what my, was the hardest yeah, part home. of this whole process? Now you're up and running and things are going very well. You're getting a lot of good press, accolades, yeah. a lot of love. But like, what was the hardest part maybe that was expected or unexpected of this whole process to get you here? Working with contractors. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, we're getting to the real That sounds shit. like a fucking nightmare. I mean, because that's stuff, I don't know. I'm not a Were fucking contractor. Were they all contractor. Israeli? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, you're yeah. you're a chef. You want to yeah. cook? Yeah, and I was not... like, can we just get to the part that I know, which right. is opening and operating a right. restaurant? And they're like, oh no, but the grease interceptor yeah. needs to be yeah. about three more inches away from yeah. the left. And I'm like, oh demo God. this entire thing. Why doesn't the fucking air conditioner work? Tell me, <laughs> tell me for the sixth you time. You told me this shit yeah. was going to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you, you guys make air conditioners. I make right. food. I make food. I know I yeah. can make food. Can you make an air conditioner that works? Yeah. <laughs> for Christ's sake, these fucking walls are from the twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For example, there need to be temperature um, control. Right. There's I mean, so much bullshit running a restaurant that's not just cooking. And the, like, the challenge was, a, it's a full. It was a full build out in an old building with, you know, right. um, there was a lot to be yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot to be done, and and you know we, the massive hood that we had to bring mm-hmm. into this old building and mm-hmm. so on, that was. I mean. It was really fun to learn all of those things. Right. But also you're like, I'm really glad that's it's fucking done. You're like, I can't wait to not open another restaurant again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Can, I can't wait to never fucking do that again. Yeah. And then you're going to do it again. You're going to be like, oh, fuck. Ah, God yeah. damn it. Yeah. I mean, it, it was fun. But it's it was challenging because I'm just like, I don't know all of these things. And right. I wish I did so I can tell you that sure. this is wrong. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and you're like, I just. It's like when you go to a car mechanic wrong. and you have no this idea what wrong. they're talking I about. I know it. <laughs> Something is wrong. That feeling I got when I left Italy, when my hair was sticking out, I got that feeling now, yeah, too. the chills. I got like, the chills. I was like, ooh. The bad chills. Yeah, but uh, that was that was the hardest part. Um, I, I would be remiss. I want to mention a specific dish because okay. I went to a media dinner that you did before you opened Otonio. Yes. Uh, that you were cooking. Uh, shout out to Mind Fish Company. Yes. Um, and I had this dish there, and I was like, I really hope she puts this on the menu at Otonio. And you did. Mm-hmm. It's the anchovy goat butter. Yes. Oh, yeah. With bocarones. Bocarone. Yes. Now, if you know me, you know I'm a bocarones head. And if you don't know what bocarones are. That's what his tramp stamp says, by the way. Exactly. It says bocarones head right across <laughs> right. the small of his right. back. I have uh, multiple uh, bocarones tattoos now. I don't have any tattoos, but if I did, they it would be a bocarone. Yeah. They're Spanish white anchovies. They. Uh, you know, they put them in vinegar, which, which turns them white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're probably one of my favorite things to eat. Mm, so you serve it with uh, uh, this anchovy goat butter that I, that I think might be the best butter I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you infuse that butter with such anchovy goodness? Well, the anchovies what are is the process in, of making that butter? The anchovies are packed in oil, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. You just so use the oil in the butter? So the the, oil, that right? came about because of that tuna dinner that we did with Mind yes. Fish Co. So... I wanted to make some kind of pate with the tuna. Shout out to pate. Yeah. 
<laughs> as a concept and as a lifestyle. Bringing it, yeah, we're bringing it full circle. <laughs> Damn right. Um, so I wanted to make some kind of pate with it, and then I was like, well, anchovies are basically just an umami bomb. I should put anchovies in yes. there. Um, yeah, if you're not adding anchovies to like sauce and shit, you're fucking up. Exactly. And so then I was like, well, how can it be more interesting? And I was like, oh my God, goat butter. Wow. And so that came together and then I made it and I was like, it is like the most umami. It's like the best umami thing I've ever yeah. had. It's like, no, it was great. It's so fucking good. But with good. the acidity of the bocarones. Exactly. And then, you have to balance yeah. out the richness with with yeah. that acidity with that acidic kick otherwise yeah. it's just too rich and then i was kind of playing with like the classic like radish anchovy toast thing right um with some roasted radishes which just add kind of like a little vegetal right. you know, element yeah. to it um but i love that dish and it's like super elegant um but i think it's super spanish too like it, it feels it, yeah. it feels very spanish yeah and it's a nice way to start and like open up your palate but it also has that wow factor so people are like okay we're in for something special hell yeah you know yeah and so no, was, that's what i would great. say if if you live in la and you haven't eaten otonio do it because you're fucking in for something special do it's it. great no great meal start to finish and so if you good. remember the meal it's even better that's right. a plus <laughs> I remember we got after, we the, got there. after the meal we went and drank more at the bar and you gave us more croquetas and I was like I'm, I've never been happier yeah, and like an entire <laughs> bottle of like orange wine oh my god yep great wine great, great food wine. Uh, great, great hospitality chef. great chef ham leg on the goddamn bar or maybe it's on the slicer it's now. on the slicer now yeah what, the, you're gonna have to hire one volume. you need to hire like a swaggering Spaniard who's like a ham guy be like I do we brought in Jose yeah. uh he, he grew up in Extremadura and all he's been doing since age seven is fucking carving ham passed through the generations of ham knowledge. I know a guy like that. There you go. <laughs> Hire that man. Hire him immediately. Pay him whatever he right, wants. Exactly. Th- th- those ham guys don't come yeah. cheap. They'll be like, yeah, Otonio was great, but uh, they charged about like a thousand dollars for a plate of ham. We ham guy. Look at his, his scarf budget alone is in the thousands. <laughs> Uh, Teresa, thank you so much. So thank you guys for so much. Good awesome. stuff. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for the wine. Absolutely. Thank you for uh, the knowledge and laughs and love. Yeah. I and mean, uh, <laughs> on social media, you're uh, Otonio is just what? Otonio LA. At Otonio LA. That's O-T-O-N-O-L-A. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow the podcast at Yeah Pod. That's Y-A-P-P-O-D. You can follow me at Carl Hess. You can follow Joel at Joel David Miller. Always. You can follow Joel's restaurant at The Wallace LA. Gotta have the LA. Always. Joel saves his best fucking photos for the Wallace. I mean, you, you should put as much effort into our fucking account as you do in the goddamn Wallace. Book. I don't get paid well, from this. Da, so. <laughs> kind of seems All like right. we need to work something else yeah, out. Yeah, well, once we secure that ham sponsorship. We all have pate. Now it's sponsored by, by ham. ham. What kind of ham? All kinds. I don't know. Any fucking kind. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Bring it on. As always, you should go on iTunes. Leave a rating, leave a review. It always helps. And as always, you can email us yap42069 at gmail.com. That's right. Yap42069. Um, Teresa, it's been a goddamn pleasure. Goddamn Thank pleasure. Thank you for the Perone. Thank My you pleasure. for the wine. Uh, I can't wait to go back to Otonio. Yes, sir. And if you haven't been yet, you're fucking up. <laughs> go get some ham. Thanks for listening. Go eat some delicious. We'll be back next ham. week. Ham. <laughs>